Hello, and welcome to the My Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Gabrielle Genter, and I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of energy healers, shamanic practices, grounding in nature, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. This is a journey of being stripped raw to the place of knowing no thing, as it is there we are able to open our hearts to everything and create a new existence on Mother Earth. My hope is to demystify the process of becoming one with your higher self and sharing your light from that place, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Send us farther than our legs can carry us, but Hello and welcome back. Today I want to talk about the creative cycle and how when it strikes, we can be caught off guard. And I want to dispel what the process looks like so that everyone here understands when they're in it and that it doesn't catch you off guard anymore and it doesn't feel uncomfortable. I mean, we still have to move through it, but I think when I when we normalize something, it's like, oh, okay, I was I can expect this was coming or I knew that this was going to happen. So, imagine that when we are in a creative cycle or when we're in that blossoming open and and releasing something new into the world. Think of it like an ocean wave like where it's out in the middle of the ocean and, and it's it's gathering momentum but it's like just a lull right it's just like a roll and as it comes closer 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 to the shore it it peaks it peaks it's like it, it you know there's a wave there's there's a a surfer can ride it, it there's momentum there's power there's a release and that is the moment of the birth of creation. And then as it, after it peaks and it then dissipates and it's like, um, <laughs> like crashing towards the shore, that's like the exhale. It's like, <sighs> and even like the bubbles represent the air that's just like, <sighs> and when that happens, that's the exhale. That's the let go. That's the birthing of whatever it is that we're creating. And then if you watch the waves, you notice that wave that just came in with such force and beauty and grace pulls back ever so silently. You don't even hardly notice it, but it, sl- it slowly recedes. And then the next one comes. But what I want to talk about today is that receding point. So in my experience, after a big cycle, after a big creation, whatever that looks like, if it's, um, you know, something outward facing, somewhere, something inward facing, something in your garden, something that you're building, something that you're doing as an artwork, all of that feels exciting and the momentum feels lively and it feels like all of your fractals are on point and you are all communicating and everything is lining up and everything is synchronistic and it all flows, right? And it's like, I love this high. But after something is birthed, it's like we have to regroup. We have to then dig deeper into the soils of our soul and 
like like cultivate that and for use that as fertilizer to cultivate the deeper our roots go. So that process in itself can make people feel really sad and really depressed and not connected and um, alone. And I want to just say that this is the normal process of creation. If we were always fire and always moving with such force, how would we reflect to see who we actually have become. And then when the next wave comes, we bring that expression of our new octave out into the world. And if you've done a session with me, I always talk about um, slowing the heart chakra down with the, the waves of the ocean and imagining an infinity loop, bringing in the next wave and then releasing that that past exhale and then bringing in the next inhale. And it's like, this process that is ever moving, it never lets up. Like, um, energy is not created or destroyed. So it's just picking up the next one and it's letting it live its life. And then it's receding back. And that cycle is something that we came to experience over and over and over again. Now, when you birth something that's really big, that, that, um, inhale, the like, the rest period, the inhale, it's going to probably be longer than just a couple of days. If it's just something small, it can just be like, a, ugh, and then maybe I, I take a break for a couple of days. And then that there's another expression that wants to move through. But in general, we have to get in touch with that rhythm. Because if we think that we are here to push, which is the third dimensional way of looking at creation, you will burn out and it's not authentic. It's not coming from your soul, right? Like it's something that's being pushed out and like, um, how would I say manufactured through the, through the vessel? <laughs> oh, yes. And that has to change. We have to find that when we move forward in creation, we aren't here to do it by ourselves. Our mind isn't the tool anymore. And it's something that we have to ride the wave of. And if, if we, surrender to that process of like we become in flow and then there is no more like dreading the 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 wave receding because we know that that is the winter of a creative project or of creative expression and just like the the um the seasons we have to go through them all and to me, this is a, you know, fundamental part of, of my experience in this journey. I have been like knowing that I wasn't in an expression time and, and a releasing time. And so I, I held back and I was like, no, it, it's like building, it's building, but it's not expressing yet. And that always like to me felt like I'm not ready, right? It's like that, if we think about that wave out way in the ocean, and it's like just a, a little bump, you know, it's just moving, it's moving, it's moving, but it's not ready to express. There's like honoring every part of the cycles or every each of the cycles and, and knowing when it's time to just be in that lull where you're cultivating and you're gathering and you're, you're putting the pieces together so that when that wave wants to peak, you can exhale with it. <sighs> and then understanding 
that that's the yang energy that's the like the the birthing that's the push and then it, like again i want you to imagine like the afterbirth as well because that that <laughs> all the bubbles of of water that move crashing into the shore that's like the um the fractals like the people that are getting impacted by all of that energy right like the the explosion of energy and then the part that we don't necessarily love writing is that retreat so in the retreat what i want to speak about here is that's the yin energy and that's like where we nurture ourselves back to center right we've allowed this great force to be birthed through this vessel which in my experience most of the time isn't coming from me it's coming through me so if you allow that energy to move through you your vessel needs to regroup regroup and understand in its own in its own right what just happened right like what just moved through me and can i integrate it and and i would call that the integration period and it's not meant to be x word x Oh, wait, how do I say it? Um, exterior facing. It's an interior process. Like that's why they say with plant medicine, integration is the most important part because that's where the, the juice is. That's like where your part of it is. And, and instead of it being an external push into the world, it's that internal reflection of what just happened. And what I also find most times when people are working with spirit and they put birth something, they'll say, I don't know what I, what just, I don't even remember what I said. I don't even know what just happened. I don't even know how it came through me or I can't take credit for this because it wasn't me. All of that is because you haven't integrated it yet, right? We have to then take that period, that pause and, and find out like, okay, I, I brought this medicine through me to the world, but now I have to feel it in my body and understand what the medicine actually was for me. And then when you do that, you have a deeper understanding of why you're here and the, and the process that you're here to create. And it's like, it's, um, like I said earlier, it's the fertilizer for the next octave, the next expression. And they all matter. They all matter. It's like you can't have the yin without the yang. And you have to understand that that flow is in between them both. And I think that's why they're like shaped, like uh, intertwined with each other, because you need them both. And in such a soft way, manner that it's like the person that understands that and understands that ebb and flow is like i i know i'm right on track because i just birthed this thing through me and now i can retreat back and see what what's the medicine and i want you to know too like if you're in the phase where you're just um you know coming online and you're not yet putting things out into the world it's still the process still is the same because whether if it is um a birthing through a phase of your life a letting go of past friends that are separating from you understanding that a job is no longer fitting a relationship breaking up that to me those key points are the uh, are the wave breaking that is the expression you are getting you're getting online and you're getting closer attuned to 
what that wave wants to express, right? And then the fallout is like, okay, like my life is in shambles, I'm in the dark night, and then I retreat and I become a hermit back into understanding what what this means for me now. And it's such a beautiful expression that we all go through, even the cosmos, even the way that this like world was created. It's like a... There's, it's, it's a breath, it's an inhale and an exhale, and it's a movement, and it's not meant to be static. If we are pushing and if we are static with it, and, and we have our minds thinking that it is meant to be a, like a bam, 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 <laughs> that's not authentic. That's not coming from your soul. That I feel like the fractals know that they can move through you and like clear out everything and like be on that wave, ride the wave, let the crash happen. And then they're like, okay, let me pull back now and let's see where this leaves them. <laughs> like, let's see where they land on this wave, you know? And all of it is perfect. So I, I know this is a short episode, but I just wanted to remind you it all is exactly how it's supposed to be we don't need to do anything other than ride the wave and when it is time to go in allow your body to rest and a friend called it tending to the body and and that's it i i love that word because it's an understanding that the vessel can only hold so much energy at at one time and then it has to upgrade. It has to understand and get and get the codes in it and, and understand what the next frequency is. And then like do the downloads and the uploads and the like if you guys have ever experienced in the middle of the night, you wake up because you think there's an earthquake and because your body's shaking, that's an upgrade. <laughs> and what I'm finding is that that is when the rest period is happening, that's when the upgrades are coming in because there is space because you've exhaled so much energy that you've left room for an upgrade. So being kind to our bodies and nurturing ourselves through it instead of letting depression take over and, and make us feel like we're less than because we're not in a, um, in a yang position. That's flow. So I hope that this is helpful and um, please be gentle with yourselves. my heart a little while from you comes the honey my song tender to the tendrils blooming color taste and longing for you who kiss the petals of my reach are mine send us farther than our legs can carry us but your flight weaves the membranes of our stem So we give our voices to the ones who've left us So we give our voices to the ones who cry in silence So we give our voices So we give our voices to the ones whose speeches running on the soil beneath So we give our voices So we give our voices to the ones who've left us So we give our voices to the ones who cry in silence so we give our voices, so we give our voices to the ones who
speeches running under soil beneath Subtle as your flutter beat, long beat, run beat, hum, 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 inside my heart a little while. Welcome back to the Mystery School Moments. Today I pulled two cards from two decks, and the first deck is Angels and Ancestors Oracle by Kyle Gray, and the card that came out was Mirror Guardian. Take time to reflect. Take some time to reflect on your strengths and challenges and how far, far you've come. Recognize your gifts. Angels accept you just the way you are. Even when you are going through a challenging time, they still hold you in the highest esteem. The mirror guardian, a female angel looking into the mirror of life, invites you to witness your strengths and beauty, to see yourself as angels do. The mirror represents the fact that your core beliefs and ideas are in fact what is reflected back to you by the world. Your life is one big mirror of how you feel within, and the mirror guardian helps you to recognize that. When this card appears, you are being invited to take some time to see where you are right now. To me, this is the whole process of creation. We are just the tools that are moving energy through. And I know that that sounds crazy, but if we think of our 12 fractals, the ego here is just one of those fractals that's holding space in the vessel. So if we understand that 11 other fractals are working through us to birth things, to bring new energies through, to help you see something clearer, to help you make a change, a move, say something that you've been afraid to say, stand up for yourself, all of these things are part of you being that reflective mirror of what your collective fractals are trying to get through. And when you've done that, it's time to witness that. It's time to see like, oh my gosh, the strength that I have now is, I don't know where it came from, but I mean, it, I'm a different person. And I mean, I, I feel like I could say that every single week because something changes in my life that I'm like, how, how do, you know, how did this person not exist before? And where did she come from? And at the same time, I also feel like it, it is me integrating more of me. So when I look in the mirror, I see myself changing and becoming stronger and becoming more centered and understanding that it is a process. The, the next card that I pulled is from the unknown, the Wild Unknown Alchemy uh, Oracle deck. And this one is The Sun's Splendor. This is generosity, health, and abundance. Ah, revel in the glory of the sun's splendor. There are several cards in the Alchemy deck that relate to the sun, yet this card specifically depicts the long-term effects of its radiance. Think abundance, fulfillment, and altruism. Envision celebration and collaboration. But is it possible in our complex world? The sun's splendor says yes, one day and one ray at a time. When sun's splendor arrives in the laboratory, the alchemist realizes that kindness and generosity are the secret ingredients. 
all other paths fall away. Through giving back to others and to the world, we become more like the sun itself, radiant, light, and expecting nothing in return. Don't know where to start? Thank someone, then thank another person. Soon the alchemist finds that they are not alone in the laboratory, and miracles arrive both small and large. <sighs> so this card is hearkening back to last week's episode, which was about um, the full spectrum. When the deeper we get on our path and that we understand these cycles and we move through these cycles with grace and ease, we understand that we're not alone and we can invite others to help reflect to us who we are. And in that, and though in their rays, <laughs> we see a new side of ourselves and then we can celebrate in that radiance because each one of us carries a light that the other doesn't yet. But that is what an activation is. And being activated by others uh, reminds us of this cycle. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I can allow myself to be tended to because I'm not lacking anymore. I'm, fe I'm feeling this light from others in circle. And I'm knowing that I'm not here alone and that this is a time for my tending. But when my friend needs tending, I will be the one that's ready to give that light. And it's all like, um, I mean, if you think about it, it's why we have a sun and a moon. <laughs> We have a sun that is full of power and yang and the moon, which is the yin, and it's so receptive to that power, right? It doesn't like um, dim itself. And it, it's the same color. It's just the phases. It's just allowing the phases to move through. And I think that's why we have the moon to remind us that we are this, we are in a phase of life that is constantly broken down into phases and cycles. And all we have to do is to remember. <laughs> and it sounds so easy, doesn't it? But when you're in it, it's like, but why? <sighs> and it's because we need the darkness to have that intention setting to move, burst through in a new octave when the next wave moves through. And it's a beautiful process. So this episode is really about becoming one with the rhythm of the cycles and really understanding that it's all exactly how it's supposed to be. We are just a part of something that's macro in the mi micro and all we need to do is get on board with it. And the more that our minds protest, that's where the, um, the disillusion comes from because we are held and we're just literally a rhythm that's trying to be expressed in a way that's unique to this vessel, this time period and what's needed. So um, I hope that this is helpful and I love you.